Today is the third day of December. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is wonderful to be cozy here around the global campfire together as we greet a brand new week and move into the first full week of this 12th month of the year. Ah, let's just exhale. It's only going to get busier, right? The season's just going to get busier. But this is the place that we come and allow ourselves to be refreshed as the scriptures wash into our minds and hearts and give us clarity and direction. So we'll pick up where we left off yesterday, of course, and that leads us back into the book of Daniel. This week we'll read from the Christian Standard Bible. And today, Daniel chapter 11, verses 2 through 35. Now I will tell you the truth. Three more kings will arise in Persia, and the fourth will be far richer than the others. By the power he gains through his riches, he will stir up everyone against the kingdom of Greece. Then a warrior king will arise. He will rule a vast realm and do whatever he wants. But as soon as he is established, his kingdom will be broken up and divided to the four winds of heaven, but not to his descendants. It will not be the same kingdom that he ruled, because his kingdom will be uprooted and will go to others besides them. The king of the south will grow powerful, but one of his commanders will grow more powerful and will rule a kingdom greater than his. After some years, they will form an alliance, and the daughter of the king of the south will go to the king of the north to seal the agreement. She will not retain power, and his strength will not endure. She will be given up together with her entourage, her father, and the one who supported her during those times. In the place of the king of the south, one from her family will rise up, come against the army, and enter the fortress of the king of the north. He will take action against them and triumph. He will take even their gods captive to Egypt, with their metal images and their precious articles of silver and gold. For some years he will stay away from the king of the north who will enter the kingdom of the king of the south and then return to his own land. His sons will mobilize for war and assemble a large number of armed forces. They will advance, sweeping through like a flood, and will again wage war as far as his fortress. Infuriated, the king of the south will march out to fight with the king of the north, who will raise a large army, but they will be handed over to his enemy. When the army is carried off, he will become arrogant and cause tens of thousands to fall, but he will not triumph. The king of the north will again raise a multitude larger than the first. After some years, he will advance with a great army and many supplies. In those times, many will rise up against the king of the south. Violent ones among your own people will assert themselves to fulfill a vision, but they will fail. Then the king of the north will come build up a siege ramp and capture a well-fortified city. The forces of the south will not stand. Even their select troops will not be able to resist. The king of the north who comes against him will do whatever he wants and no one can oppose him. He will establish himself in the beautiful land with total destruction in his hand. He will resolve to come with the force of his whole kingdom and will reach an agreement with him. He will give him a daughter in marriage to destroy it, but she will not stand with him or support him. 
Then he will turn his attention to the coasts and islands and capture many. But a commander will put an end to his taunting. Instead, he will turn his taunts against him. He will turn his attention back to the fortress of his own land, but he will stumble, fall, and be no more. In his place, one will arise who will send out a tax collector for the glory of the kingdom. But within a few days, he will be broken, though not in anger or in battle. In his place, a despised person will arise. Royal honors will not be given to him, but he will come during a time of peace and seize the kingdom by intrigue. A flood of forces will be swept away before him. They will be broken, as well as the covenant prince. After an alliance is made with him, he will act deceitfully. He will rise to power with a small nation. During a time of peace, he will come into the richest parts of the province and do what his fathers and predecessors never did. He will lavish plunder, loot, and wealth on his followers, and he will make plans against fortified cities, but only for a time. With a large army, he will stir up his power and his courage against the king of the south. The king of the south will prepare for battle with an extremely large and powerful army, but he will not succeed because plots will be made against him. Those who eat his provisions will destroy him. His army will be swept away and many will fall slain. The two kings, whose hearts are bent on evil, will speak lies at the same table, but to no avail, for still the end will come at the appointed time. The king of the north will return to his land with great wealth, but his heart will be set against the holy covenant. He will take action, then return to his own land. At the appointed time he will come again to the south, but this time will not be like the first. Ships of Katim will come against him, and being intimidated he will withdraw. Then he will rage against the holy covenant and take action. On his return, he will favor those who abandon the Holy Covenant. His forces will rise up and desecrate the temple fortress. They will abolish the regular sacrifice and set up the abomination of desolation. With flattery, he will corrupt those who act wickedly toward the covenant. But the people who know their God will be strong and take action. Those who have insight among the people will give understanding to many. Yet they will fall by the sword and flame, and they will be captured and plundered for a time. When they fall, they will be helped by some, but many others will join them insincerely. Some of those who have insight will fall, so that they may be refined, purified, and cleansed until the time of the end, for it will still come at the appointed time. First John 3, 7-24 Little children, let no one deceive you. The one who does what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. The one who commits sin is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. The Son of God was revealed for this purpose, to destroy the devil's works. Everyone who has been born of God does not sin. Because his seed remains in him, he is not able to sin, because he has been born of God. This is how God's children and the devil's children become obvious. Whoever does not do what is right is not of God, especially the one who does not love his brother or sister. 
For this is the message you have heard from the beginning. We should love one another. Unlike Cain, who was of the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his deeds were evil and his brothers were righteous. Do not be surprised, brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love our brothers and sisters. The one who does not love remains in death. Everyone who hates his brother or sister is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life residing in him. This is how we have come to know love. He laid down his life for us. We should also lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has this world's goods and never sees a fellow believer in need, but withholds compassion from him, how does God's love reside in him? Little children, let us not love in word or speech, but in action and in truth. This is how we will know that we belong to the truth and will reassure our hearts before him whenever our hearts condemn us. For God is greater than our hearts, and he knows all things. Dear friends, if our hearts don't condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive whatever we ask from Him because we keep His commands and do what is pleasing in His sight. Now this is His command, that we believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as He commanded us. The one who keeps His commands remains in Him and He in Him. And the way we know that He remains in us is from the Spirit He has given us. Psalm 122 A Prayer for Jerusalem A Song of Ascents of David I rejoiced with those who said to me, Let's go to the house of the Lord. Our feet were standing within your gates, Jerusalem. Jerusalem, built as a city should be, solidly united, where the tribes, the Lord's tribes, go up to give thanks to the name of the Lord. This is an ordinance for Israel. There, thrones for judgment are placed, thrones of the house of David. Pray for the well-being of Jerusalem. May those who love you be secure. May there be peace within your walls, security within your fortresses. Because of my brothers and friends, I will say, may peace be in you. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will pursue your prosperity. Proverbs 29, 1 One who becomes stiff-necked after many reprimands will be shattered instantly beyond recovery. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this season of celebration and joy at the advent, the arrival of the Savior as we count down the days toward Christmas. And as we move into this week, we are reminded that it is our love for one another that matters. The way we take care of each other, that matters. It shows your love flowing through us toward others. May we remember this as we walk through this day and navigate it. 
in all of our conversations and all of our actions and all of the thoughts and intents of our heart. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Good morning. This is Angie from South Dakota, and I called in a little over a week ago and asked for prayers for my father-in-law, Ron, who had just found out he had stage four cancer. Sunday morning, we got the phone call that he went home to be with the Lord. We weren't ready. It was maybe not what we wanted right now, but I would like to ask for continued prayers for our family, especially for my husband and for my grandson, who this will be his first death. And he's struggling. Thank you all for all your prayers and for your continued prayers. God bless you all. Hey, DAB family, it's Dr. John from Jordan. I just wanted to give a praise report and Thanksgiving. Thank you all for your prayers. My dad passed peacefully on Monday morning at 2 a.m. with uh, my sisters and brother around. So I was really happy for that, that he's at peace. He was blind. My dad uh, was legally blind from age 65 due to glaucoma. And I just had such such joy knowing that his sight has been restored in heaven. And, uh, and funny thing is, is um, my mom was a terrible singer. I, she couldn't carry a tune in a bucket. You know, you'd be sitting there in church and, and it, it just it, not, not pretty at all. And then in heaven, mom's got a good singing voice. So the two of them are up there now. But thank you for your prayers that he was able to pass peacefully. I really appreciate you guys. Love you. Dr. John from Jordan. Bye-bye. Hello, uh, this is Anna in the trenches, and I just heard, I believe her name was Lovely in France, and she uh, asked that people would pray for parents, especially kids, and I just want to thank you for that because it's hard to have a kid who is so disabled um, but also just to say that thank you for working in that area because there's a shortage of people working with the disabled in the school system near me and that means our kids either can't go to school or aren't getting the right amount of attention when they're at school. Um, and so thank you for working with the disabled in your area. Thank you for having a heart for them. And thank you for your prayers. They mean a lot because it is hard and it's something that's never going to end for me. Um, my son will live with us forever. Um, but the Lord uses him and I've learned a lot about his love through my son, Simon. Um, anyway, thank you for praying for us and thank you for being a blessing to the children and parents in your area because by you being at that school, you are blessing those parents 
And if they know that you love their children, that is a huge comfort and blessing. So God bless you, sister. Keep it up. Hey, DAB family, this is Miranda from South Carolina. Again, I'm a little behind listening to you November 4th community prayers. Um, and Joe, you just came on and um, I heard you asking for prayers and talking about if you, you could curl up and um, not wake up tomorrow. And that just broke my heart hearing you say that because we all we all care and we all would miss you if something happened to you. I know we don't know you, but we all, I feel, care for each other deeply. Um, and I pray that you get a sense of peace. Um, and I pray that when you read the Bible next time that you hear God's words and that when you read it, it, it makes sense to you. It resonates with you and you don't feel you have new feelings. Um, and I pray that this helps you and you're in my thoughts and prayers. Uh, bye for now.